First of all, wish you a very happy new year. In today's episode of Politically Correct, let's look at the challenges confronting the Narendra Modi government in 2023. If you look at the to-do list, it's getting longer and longer. The Prime Minister, for all we know, has always been decisive. You may quibble over the results of demonetization or some other policy measures, but the fact is that once he is convinced, he just goes ahead and does it. When Pakistan had to be taught a lesson, he did not flinch for a second. That's why when you see increasing instances of indecision, half measures and vacillations on important issues, you really wonder what's going on. What's wrong and where? Is it his team that's letting him down? Is it his ministers or bureaucrats or political advisors who are sleeping on the wheel? I don't have exact answers. But PM Modi may want to identify these elements and take corrective measures in 2023 because it threatens to damage his government's image. Let me start with the ambitious military reforms project of theatrization, which is essentially about tri-services synergy to deal with future security challenges. The process had started with the appointment of uh, Chief of Defence Staff in 2020. In July last year, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh announced the setting up of joint theatre commands. Five months later, that's last Thursday, former Army Chief General M.M. Naravne did some plain speaking. And General Naravne was Army Chief till April this year. He said that what India needs to do first is to put in place a national security strategy and a national defense strategy. Talking about theatrization without those strategies in place is just putting the cart before the horse. That was what General Naravne said. Demand for a national security strategy has been there for long. The government has to first identify and outline the future security challenges. I am no military expert and so let me try to explain it as I understand as a layman. Say, for instance, do the armed forces have to prepare for a war with Pakistan or with China or for a two-front war? Amit Shah declared in parliament in 2019, I want to put this on record that whenever I have said JNK, it means with POK and Aksai Chin. So if the pol political leadership keeps saying all these, what is the direction to our defense forces? Should they prepare for taking back Pakistan-occupied Kashmir and Aksai Chin at some point of time? It's in this context that the former army chief spoke of the need for putting in place a national security strategy before talking so much about theatrization. Well, it was in 2018 that the government had set up a defense planning committee chaired by NSA Ajit Doval to formulate a national security and defense strategies. Not much has been heard about that committee report or follow-up action, if any. In the meantime, the political executive has gone about tom-toming its ambitious military reforms. The former army chief's cart before the horse remark was in the context of defense forces, but it's much relevant in all sectors of governance today. There are many, many instances of half measures and indecision. Nothing less than a sacrilege in a government run by a prime minister whose USP is decisiveness. Let me cite just about a dozen instances. You know, in September 2018, after a high-level meeting presided over by then Home Minister Ralnath Singh, the government announced its intention to collect OBC data in the 2021 census. Three years later, the government made a U-turn, informing the parliament that as a matter of government policy, there would be no caste-wide enumeration. 
In 2017, the centre made a grand announcement about setting up Justice G. Rohini headed commission for subcategorization of OBCs. The objective was to help marginalized sections of the backward castes who did not get any major benefit of reservation. It was expected to benefit the BJP too, economically and politically dominant castes usually corner most of the reservation benefits. Subcategorizing OBCs would help the BJP expand its influence among non-dominant OBCs. But the BJP soon realized that dominant OBCs say Yadav Singh Bihar and Uttar Pradesh, Jatsi Rajasthan were also getting attracted to the party. Subcategorization would alienate them from the BJP. Therefore, the Rohini Commission that was mandated to submit its report in 12 weeks has not submitted it even after 5 years. It has been given 13 extensions so far. There will be more because the BJP is caught in a bind. On a lighter note, if BJP MP Sunni Dal was the advocate for the OBCs like he was for Minakshi Sesadri in film Damini, he would be shouting, Tariq pe Tariq, Tariq pe Tariq milti rati hai, lekin insaf nahi milta my lord. Let's look at a related issue. Parliament passed the legislation to give constitutional status to the National Commission for Backward Classes in 2018. The Modi government has done what the Congress never did. BJP leaders said then. Four years later, the NCBC has been virtually forgotten. After a gap of about nine months, it got its chairperson last November. But the government has not filled the vacancies of members, three members, and vice chairperson since February this year, last year. Let's look at another instance. Weeks before uh, the 2019 election, the center announced 10% reservation for economically weaker section in general category. It didn't conduct any survey to identify the potential beneficiaries before making the announcement. In November 2022, the Supreme Court upheld the AWS quota, but not before expressing misgivings about the 10% ceiling and 8 lakh annual income criterion that the government fixed almost arbitrarily. Come to think of it, a person in Mumbai earning 8 lakh a year and another person in, say, Kalahandi in Odisha earning the same amount are treated at par for this reservation. Both of them will get EWS reservation. Obviously, there wasn't much deliberation before this decision was announced. Anyway, around six weeks after the Supreme Court verdict, the BJP-led government in Assam has done away with EWS quota in jobs. And about seven weeks after that, last week, the BJP-led government in Karnataka has said that a proportion of population eligible for EWS quota was only 4%. And therefore, the government would redistribute the remaining 6% among the Vokaligas and the Lingayats. Now that we are looking at the EWS quota, one may very well look at the OBC creamy layer also. You know, in March 2019, the government formed a committee under BP Sharma to review the existing 8 lakh annual income ceiling and also the criteria to determine it. The committee recommended to increase this ceiling to rupees 12 lakh and also the inclusion of salary in calculating the overall income. A cabinet proposal was made to carry out the recommended changes. Ahead of the UP assembly election, it was put on the back burner. The Union's Social Justice and Empowered Ministry is holding consultations on these issues all over again. Let's come to another issue. There are lots of questions about the 2021 census. 
Has it been shelved? If not, when will it start? The government offers no answers. It claimed earlier that no field activities for enumeration could be undertaken due to the pandemic. There have been several elections since then. There is no word on the census yet. This means that the entire policy planning of the government of India is based on over a decade-long population figures from 2011 census. Then there is no consumption uh, expenditure data since 2011-12 because the government junked the 2017-18 survey that indicated uh, a reduction in consumption in fact. The absence of this crucial data puts a question mark on the accuracy of official inflation figures, especially of consumer price index. Last week, the election commission decided to start the delimitation process in Assam. It was prompted by a law ministry letter. So what's the urgency and why to do it on the basis of 2001 census and not 2011 census? There are no answers. In 2008, the BJP had opposed delimitation in Assam saying that the NRC or National Register of Citizens to weed out illegal immigrants should be completed first. 14 years later, the NRC remains in a limbo, but the EC has gone ahead with the delimitation, delimitation exercise. Nobody from the government has proffered any explanation for this sudden decision to carry out delimitation of parliamentary and assembly constituencies in Assam on the basis of 2001 census. And what's happening with the CAA? Hindus left out of the Assam NRC see a shield in the CA, but its rules have not been notified yet. Three years after parliament cleared the CAA, cleared the, C the uh, Citizenship Amendment Bill. Parliamentary committees on subordinate legislation have given seven extensions to the government to frame the CAA rules and may have to give an eighth one in January. Matuas, who are estimated to be about one and a half crores in West Bengal, voted overwhelmingly for the BJP in the last Lok Sabha and Assembly elections, hoping to get citizenship. They are getting restless now because the centre is dilly-dallying over CAA rules. So what's holding the centre back? It can't be the anti-CAA agitations in the past or what Gulf nations or Western countries may think about it. The Nain Modi government is not known to be deterred by these considerations. Nobody in the government or the party is, however, coming out to clarify specific reasons for the three-year-long delay in framing the CAA rules or for the sudden Assam delimitation decision for that matter. It was in 2020 that the centre had notified four labour codes. They were projected as a testimony to the government's appetite for reforming labour laws. Those codes still remain on paper because the rules have not been notified yet. The center has sought to blame the states for the delay. The fact is that the interstate council that is mandated to ensure center state and interstate coordination and cooperation hasn't met after July 2016, despite chief ministers writing to PM Modi to hold its regular meetings. Last May, the government reconstituted the council and appointed Amit Shah as chairman of its standing committee. That was the last time one heard from the government about the interstate council even as it keeps ruining the purported lack of cooperation from states. Prime Minister Modi expressed concerns about population explosion from the ramparts of the Red Fort in 2019. There hasn't been any follow-up to that 
even as BJP MPs keep raising the need for population control through private members bills in parliament. The Modi government might have made some U-turns on major issues such as amendments to land acquisition bill, land acquisition act in 2015 and the controversial farm laws in late 2021. But that was under immense public pressure. What is more worrisome is the hurry with which the Modi government announces decisions, OBC census or OBC subcategorization, CAA, EWS quota, etc. only to backtrack later or put them in a limbo later. That betrays lack of clarity and foresight, ad hocism and arbitrariness. It's probably for uh, due to it's probably due to some political compulsions, but that's not a justification for this delay or for this indecision and irresoluteness. For a government whose USP is said to be decisiveness, such ambiguity, indecision, and half measures seem to be completely out of character. Prime Minister Nayan Modi obviously has a lot to do in 2023 to address this slide in governance, this drift in governance and it's a long to-do list. He may want to start with General Narawane's advice. He may want to instruct his team to put the horse before the cart and be ready to crack the whip if he must. That's all from me in this episode of Politically Correct but before I wind up, I would like to make an appeal to you. For those who have not Already, I request to take the Prince YouTube membership, which costs only 159 per month. Click on the join button to enjoy exclusive member benefits, including loyalty badges, priority responses, and members-only videos. We are now also extending newsletters to our YouTube members. For this, I request all YouTube members to write to us with their full name and email address at members at the print.in, and we'll get back. Thanks for watching.